Hi, I'm Steve Addison, and this is the Movements Podcast, the podcast for people who want to multiply disciples and churches everywhere. This episode comes from Prague, where Jeff Sundell is casting vision for no place left in Europe. You'll need to put up with some background noise, but it's well worth the effort. Um, feel about uh, and Steve um, and Michelle about we have got to man figure out how to be more connected um, when we think about um, what God's doing say in the U.S. what God's doing in Europe what God's doing around the nation and, and among Western European peoples and um, you know one of the 1999, when we went to India, um, I remember hearing about a guy named David Watson, you know, going to India, and he went in 1992, and the first uh, six evangelists were killed, because back then they they used a bullhorn to preach in villages, which didn't go over real well, and so <laughs> the, the these men were, you know, killed or martyred, and then they, they shifted to a house of peace strategy and began to open up homes, and you know, and so David was one of the first people you began hearing these stories about what today we call these movements that God is doing. And um, the thing is, in history, they've been all around. Um, Shubal Stearns, the Moravians, Huss, the Huguenots, I mean, Wesley. There's, there's lots of examples of these moves of God, you know, which is um, amazing, you know, what God's done. But I remember, you know, in, in 1999, you're, you're going into India, and it was what you heard was, it's not possible here. Mm-hmm. You know, that this will not happen in India. Mm-hmm. This will not happen in Nepal. Um, you know, you just hear, it's, there's no way. Well, now, it's sort of, you know, God just moving in an unprecedented way in India. Now, there's still so much lostness. There's still so much work in India. But we were, I was with a friend, and they're in uh, Bihar. Bihar is historically known as the graveyard of missionaries. You know, y'all know well. Um, and you can experience why. Go to Patna. And um, just the Patna airport might put you to death. Um, it's, it's nuts. But, you know, hearing a friend of mine, this is just one person, 146 streams of fourth generation church and beyond in these districts. It's just unprecedented. And that's not that's just one guy. And there's multiple people seeing these things happen. And um, uh, in 2006, so when we went, we were hearing about three movements in 1999. Um, China, uh, India, um, I'm lost on the other one. Nepal? Uh, huh? uh, it was before Nepal had actually really kicked off. There, there was one other place. I want to say maybe it was probably China also. It, it was, we were just hearing, oh no, Cambodia. So Bruce Carlton, Cambodia. So we we're hearing about these moves of God that God is doing these incredible things. And so in 2006, a group of us gathered together. Um, at that particular time, it was just, I was with the IMB, so it was just IMB. And we were talking about 17 church planning movements going on around the globe. A couple in India, China, Cambodia, um, Indonesia. And there was this, this growing momentum. 
And you may remember in Yemen, um, the IMB missionaries martyred there. Um, what you don't know behind the story is there were about uh, a lady um, who had come to Christ, a Yemenese lady, had ignited uh, uh, just this move of God was just using the secret team. And so they planted 60-some house churches, um, and then these men went in and essentially killed the people that were part of starting it, and then she disappeared. Um, they took her off and married her off to somebody, and they got her hit away. You know, but, so there, there were these things starting to happen. 2008, um, we gathered together again. And, um, and now we brought in a broader body of community. So we brought in the, the body of Christ. And talking, what are we learning? How can we learn together what God's doing? And I think that time, it's like, wow, 79 of these movements. And so we were really just blown away, just trying to learn from one another. And what's God doing? And, and of course, we know in the first century, there was an incredible move of God um, sparked by Jesus. <laughs> and, and then Paul, and then... We don't even know about the other 70. You know, we know a little bit about Barnabas, who probably was one of the 70, but just ignited this incredible move. So it's not out of characteristic for what God's doing. Because God's end goal is every nation, tribe, and tongue is going to cry out, holy, holy is the land, worthy of all praise and glory. That will happen. That's a promise from God. So this will happen in the future time. It's going to happen. Between now and then, though, he wants us to go after lostness. So our, our compass point is, man, where do we go after lostness? These big urban cities, these large people groups, these movements of refugees and immigrants. And, and God is, wants us to focus on the lostness for his glory because there's going to be a day that every nation, tribe, and tongue is gathered. And they're not just going to be a group of people. They're going to be a kingdom group of priests. These are going to be a group of priests gathered around the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So 2011, we meet again. At that time, um, there's 119 church planting movements we're counting. And so we're, we're sort of blown away. But now the group's so big, we're trying to figure out how do we learn from one another? How do we help one another? And so we didn't meet for a while. And then um, to 2014, um, Steve Smith... We wrote T for T and uh, Stan. Um, about 46 different organizations came together and said, Man, what, what's God doing? Well, what was shocking is we began to share with one another from different organizations, different backgrounds. There were, right now, this is crazy, they're counting over 700 church planning movements around the globe. Now, here's what's interesting most of them are in Africa, the Middle East. In Asia. So, so there's, a, there's a time where you go, hey, there's three, or you hear about this here or there, but God's doing something unprecedented in history right now. It is unprecedented. And there's, of course, there's some stirrings in Europe, and then you look how God's moving through the refugee crisis, and how people are coming to Christ in Afghanis coming to Christ in Lesbos over and over again, and Iranians, and now you have this incredible move of God inside Iran. And maybe one of the fastest growing movements in the world is inside Iran. Hmm. Or you take Nepal, which had grown to be one of the fastest growing places of the church, you know, now it's sort of plateauing. 
you know, and China has plateaued. But God's moving and stirring in a way that's unprecedented in history. And we're seeing little things bubble up in South America, and little things bubble mm -hmm. up in America. So the, the thing is, we're, when we're looking at this, we go, well, first of all, what's it tell us if the majority of the movements are in Middle East, Asia, and Africa about some people we can learn from mm -hmm. and um, who can possibly help us? Yeah. I mean, some of our leaders probably look African, Middle Eastern, mm. Asian, and there's so much to learn from these brothers and sisters. But at the same time, I believe God is setting us up. And I think that's why it's so important when we think about Western European peoples, you know, the North America, and Europe, and Australia, and New Zealand, and uh, South Africa, and just, man, how can we work and learn together from one another? Because um, God's doing something yeah. unprecedented in history. Um, isn't it amazing that mm. where there's smoke, fire, and chaos, mm. there's this incredible move of God usually. Yeah. And so you just look around the world as God is, people are being forced to migrate. Syrians don't want to come to Europe. You know, they love to be in their own country. They love their country. And they're being forced, but you see them flocking to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. And um, I remember sitting in Lesbos one day and there were six Iranians that day, seven Iranians baptized. And um, I remember them sitting around and we were having a sorry, you know, Greece has some incredible food. I mean, it's like the best food in the world. Yeah. Uh, love Czech food. Uh, can't say much about y'all in England, but um, <laughs> I uh, haven't, haven't found an English restaurant in America yet. Uh, or anywhere else on the globe other than England. Um, so, yeah, but man, Greece, well, we're having, instead, we're having pizza, bad pizza in Greece. I mean, we're having good food. So here we are, breaking some pizza. These guys are all wet, and um, they just prayed together for the first time. They've um, sang their first song, and I don't know if you've ever heard new baby believers sing um, new Christian songs. It's actually really bad. Um, they're off key. They, they don't know how to sing. This tune doesn't fit their culture, but they sang, and we prayed. And then one of the brothers said, um, as we were sitting around eating pizza, and um, I, was sitting, I was sitting there in potty with the brothers there going, Hottie, this is a church, you know. I don't, I don't want to say anything because mm. I don't want to interfere with Hottie, but I'm going, like, this is church. Yeah. But one of the brothers said, he said, you know, and he was persecuted by Muslims. He was a Muslim persecuted by Muslims. And he said, I, I went through hell in Iran. He said, I've gone through more hell at Lesbos at the camp. He said, it's terrible. He said, but, he said, today I found my family. Amen. He said, you are my family. You yeah. are why. He mm. said, I came, I went through all that to meet Jesus. Mm. And then testimony after testimony popped up of every one of them sharing um, of how said, we are family. And you know, I'm like, I want to grab a pizza and dip it in some Coke and have the Lord's Supper right now. <laughs> like, this is church, you know. I won't get disturbed, Heidi, so I let him know. After that, I said, Heidi, next time, grab the pizza and do the Lord's Supper um, and call it church. But they knew they were family. 
God is doing something unprecedented. And a really unique thing about movements and why this is so important. Why, why would Americans and Europeans and Eastern Europeans and people from all over the world work together? The, well, there it is, handle two. Somebody want to pray for uh, workers in the harvest? I'd like a European to pray in their own language. There you go. That means the English are out. That's our language. How about David? I can pray in Polish. Yay! A Panie, dziękuję Ci za to, że Ty jesteś Panem Żniwa, który przyszedł, żeby wysyłać robotników i modlę się teraz o to, żeby w Europie, w wielu krajach, nie tylko w Polsce, nie tylko w Czechach, ale było więcej i więcej robotników, którzy są gotowi wyjść na żniwo i Pani proszę, żebyś, żebyś Ty wyrzucił tych robotników na żniwo, bo żniwo jest pełne i dziękuję Ci za to, bo Ty jesteś Panem, Pan Król, Królem Królów. Amen. 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 Picture, there's 700 church planting movements around the globe now. And I, I was asking the, some of the researchers who are keeping up with this, and I just said, How many? Because one of the things we noticed early on is there was somebody from the outside who was connected with somebody on the inside. And that was holding true 98% of the time. So I was asking the guys, just what's your guess? of how much steel is that holding true where somebody from the outside is connected with somebody from the inside. And he said it's still up in the 95, 98% where there's somebody from Singapore working with somebody in India or somebody from India working with somebody in Cambodia or a European um, working with somebody from Malaysia. And we're seeing that this is happening over and over again. So now, I got to look at one scripture and our call to make disciples and the Great Commission, which is given to all of us and everybody, for all places, all times. But I also got to look at the testimony of God. We are the testimony of God. We are His story. And so as we look at His story, He, for some reason, honors our cooperation and working together. And so I, what I think is unique about this time in history that hasn't been around before, because we have seen incredible moves of God in various places around the world before, but what's unique right now is we have a chance to literally have a John 17 moment. It doesn't mean we all use the same methods. It doesn't mean so that everybody's not using four fields, not everybody's using team for team, not everybody's using discovery budget. There's going to be many different ways to get the gospel out. There's going to be many different forms the church comes in. But what's unique is we are centered and partnering around Christ. And we're working together in partnership. And, and so there's a unique point right now, I think, in history where we could experience that John 17 moment, where we are learning from one another, serving one another, and that's what we're seeing God do. And so I think we have to be mindful of what God's doing and figure out how do we become those people that learn from one another. And how do we, and because the other thing is, last week we, we couldn't have a lot of people here, but we had a few folks here And we were talking about, what's God doing in Europe? And man, there's, there's some exciting things popping up. 
various places in Europe that are encouraging. And so we're seeing the beginnings of some multiplication of disciples, multiplication of churches, and there's breakthroughs. And of course, in the refugee community, there's breakthroughs. Now, there's still many hurdles, many battles to overcome. But God is moving. Yeah. It's clear. Yes. I mean, I think the one thing, and I think as we go on together this week, um, I think we're going to walk away and say, God is moving. And let's, let's join Him. Let's get in line with Him. And so the reason, you know, what I love about this is that we have some folks from the U.S. and folks from the U.S. who partner here. We have brothers who are from Asia. We have other people who are here but connected to us are from the Middle East and North Africa and Europe. And what, I really just think this is a Kairos, Australia. I thought that was, yeah, they were, they were part of the team, Australia. Um, we know you include us all the time. All the time. Yeah. need to say it. Yeah. This, you know, there's, there's Kronos time, you know, 1002 is Kronos time. It goes off every day and we're going to pray for labors. But then there's Kairos time, which is that, that moment where you intersect with God. And, and these days are a Kairos moment. And so we have to lead and work together in this Kairos moment. Yeah. And, and it's, I think, you know, we, we're, our, we've joined together with 46 other different organizations, and I think many more will join, to say, what would it look like to see every single people, every single place, engaged with a church planning movement strategy, disciple-making movement strategy by 2025 so that every single person could hear the gospel, disciples could multiply, churches could multiply. Every single people, every single place, um, disciple-making movements, church planning movements, that every person hears the gospel through disciple-making church planning. By 2025, could all of Europe? Now we're not talking about having a church planning movement or a disciple making movement in every place. But we're saying, could the body of Christ? Could we take responsibility through fasting and prayer, gospeling, training, equipping? Could we do our side? Those those are the pieces God gave us responsibility for. Can we fast and pray more? Can we abide more? Can our teams abide more? Can we dig in the Word more? Can we gospel? Can we train and disciple and equip others to do the same thing? And could by 2025, every single major European city be engaged with seven, eight, nine teams working in every city to push towards disciple-making movements and church-planting movements? Yeah. And then let God be God. God's already showing the beginnings of multiplication in many places. Who would ever thought Afghanis would multiply on the island of Lesbos and Thess and Athens and across Europe? And, by the way, back in Afghanistan, or Iranians. Man, if God can do that, He can do that anywhere. And so the question is, can we be ready? Mm -hmm. 
And we're not saying that 2025 means that Jesus is coming back in 2025. All it means is we are we're putting a focus on a particular time to make sure in, you know, awesome man, where every single Pakistani is, or Razor, where every single Pakistani is in Europe, we make sure there are active teams gospeling, discipling, church planning. Or back in Pakistan, how do we how do we work together and partner with others to make sure that happens? Can we make sure in Poland, every single major urban city setting, can we make sure every um, I don't know over here when you talk about districts and areas, but every single area of London has teams active. We need to take responsibility for our part. Costa said he's going to finish it by 2021 in Greece and then help go after the rest of uh, wherever he wants to go. So we, we can. Well, no, Melbourne, Costa, we got lots of Greeks in Melbourne. Yeah. Lots. Yeah. 54 Dimas. Right? Did I get that right word? 54 Dimas in Greece. I'm just learning my Greek. Um, I'm a slow learner. Um, uh, I'm, I'm learning from my wife. But can we just with a laser target say this is where we're going, this is where we're focusing, is to engage that. And then we just let God be God. All, what's there, 14 districts? I don't know if that's the right word. Here in uh, Czech. That 14 major regions. We make sure there's a team in every single one with seven and nine, maybe seven and nine teams, every single one actively making disciples, planting churches, and then just let God do what He wants to do. Amen? Amen. So that's the trajectory that we are headed for. That every single person can hear the gospel. And then we're just trusting and believing God is going to do something unique in history. Because what's unique right now is who would have ever thought this would happen in the Middle East? Who would ever thought this would happen in Asia and Africa? And it's it's Europe's time. It's the Western European people's time. And then God, I think, is going to... He's, he's tied it all up with refugees and people from all around the globe. Because um, I, I sit here and go, now why am I living in Europe? I thought I was going back to Asia. But I'm living in Greece. Well, man, I was sitting there watching all of the this video called Lucify, seeing all these people going up into Europe. And in my mind's eye, just God, I just saw a picture of just of people flowing back into Africa, the Middle East, and the Asia, because many of these people want to go home. What if we use these points as leverage to train, equip church planners to go back to their communities, not only plant churches across Europe, and not only reach out to Europeans, but actually to go back and reach to their communities. So I'm here because I believe God's moving, doing something at a Kairos moment. And so we shifted, instead of going to Asia, just felt like, man, we have got to be here at this moment, point in time in history. So we, um, man, we appreciate you guys. We're just learning our way around um, Europe and we're learning and we failed forward a lot in America. We failed forward a lot in Asia. We will all continue to fail forward. So we want to posture ourselves as learners. And, but we do see the power in the kingdom when folks from, who are local um, 
paired up with folks on the outside is something that God is doing all around the globe. And it may not just like it may not just be American or European. I think there's many different forms and shapes of that that God is doing and using in a powerful way. A reminder that my latest book, The Rise and Fall of Movements, A Roadmap for Leaders, is available. Go to movements.net to find out how you can download a preview and purchase your own copy. This is Steve Addison for the Movements Podcast.